They have great identity. They're national brands. You found somebody, haven't you? You wanted a force. Say it. Oklahoma State's not going to change what you do because Oklahoma chose to go to the SEC. They need to change what they do because they're the ones that made their mind up to go to the SEC. What is this? What's happening? What Robert is trying to say is that we are getting a divorce. Don't do this. No. No. I got to say, I could have called this one. No. Yeah. Is it our fault? Is it because we were bad? Please don't cry like Please don't. All Oklahoma had to do was not go to the SEC. So it is what it is. And in Oklahoma's case, I think they were more of what I would call uh, the reluctant bride. Financially, it's the only responsible thing to do. Uh, bottom line, we carried the league financially. Uh, us in Texas with TV money and whatnot. We accelerated Texas and OU withdrawal, which was a win-win for all parties. It's time for one last countdown and a final ride with the Big 12. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it sucked. We kicking this somebody. Uh, we kicking this thing off. Here we go. Live. From the Palace in Piedmont, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 Countdown, brought to you by Carter Jennings Law. Now, with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. Thank you, TJ. Countdown time, going to 14 today, which means we got a lot of fight songs to fire through. We're going to do it fast today, Drake. So, uh, are you mentally and physically ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Number 25. <laughs> You're going to have to be faster than that, Drake. Texas Tech at 25. They get Oregon in week two. 24. South Carolina, our 24th-ranked team. They're the Gamecocks. Spencer Rattler at quarterback for them. 23. Tar Heels of North Carolina came in at 23. Drake may return to this year. The Carolinas face off in week one, 22. Texas A&M at 22 out of the Southeast Conference. The coaches had them at 25 yesterday. Our 21st ranked team was the K.J. Jefferson-led Arkansas Razorbacks. Looking for a bit of a bounce back here this year. Then at 20. Mark Stoops in Kentucky came in at 20. Disappointing year last year, hoping for better this year. 19. Five of the first seven teams on our countdown came out of the SEC. Ole Miss at 19. Can Spencer Sanders take over the quarterback job there? 18. Texas came in at 18. Lower than the coaches. Coaches had him at 12. Quinn Ewers and the boys play Alabama in week two. 17. 
It'll be Chandler Scoop Morris quarterbacking the national runners-up from TCU this year. They were at 17. 16. Washington's got a QB as well. Michael Penix Jr. is back. He's a good one. Watch out for the Huskies on the West Coast. And then yesterday at 15. Kansas State was our 15th-ranked team yesterday. Wabash Cannonball. Will Howard is back. Deuce Vaughn, though, is gone. What will they do? Which brings us to today. The number 14-ranked team in the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown is... That's the fight song of the other team headed to the Big Ten now. The Oregon Ducks come in at number 14 on the countdown. Oregon. Dan Lanning, like Brent Venables, year two. Uh, they had a better year one, though. They went 10-3, and three, got plastered by Georgia in the season opener, and then went on a big-time roll. In fact, Oregon kind of wriggled their way back uh, into the college football playoff discussion. Bo Nix worked his way into the Heisman discussion. And then the wheels fell off. Nix got hurt against Washington. Oregon lost that game by three. Two weeks later, then, they went uh, and lost the Civil War at Oregon State. Bounced back to beat. Mac Brown in North Carolina in the Holiday Bowl. So a, a very solid 10-3 and three year one for Dan Lanning. There are some things to be excited about this year if you're a Ducks fan. Most notably, Bo Nix is back, healthy and back. He was much better last year than he was at Auburn. And uh, Ducks fans are excited that he is returning this season. And he's got some playmakers around him. Uh, both of the running backs that accumulated over 1,800 yards combined last year, Noah Whittington and Bucky Irving, return. They have fortified the wide receiver position. They got Treshawn Holden from Alabama. Drake, doesn't it seem like every team we've talked about has picked up someone from Alabama? Have yeah, we not it, talked it's, about it's, it's the like mass they, exodus from Alabama enough? It's, it's like there are a ton of guys at Alabama that don't always get to play that are highly touted coming out of high school or something. It's, it's like amazing. that's true. Yeah. They also remember Junior Engelau was an offensive lineman for Texas. He has transferred to Oregon as well. They got Tess Johnson from Troy. Troy Franklin's back. He was their big play guy last year at wide receiver. So. I think there's some nice weapons. A new offensive coordinator up there, Will Stein. He came from UTSA, where the Roadrunners had a very good offense last year, and so he's going to try to get uh, that side of the ball even more high-powered this year. If their offensive line can improve and hold up, I think Oregon's going to be a good offense. Not elite. I don't think Bo Nix is elite, even though he had a very good year last year. But I think they can be... Good, certainly above average. What Oregon and Dan Lanning wants them to become is exactly what Brent Venables wants Oklahoma to become, which is a team that wins games defensively. And uh, they feel like they have made some major strides on that side of the ball. Uh, They were heavy into the transfer portal this year. 
They got Justin Jacobs, a linebacker from Iowa. Uh, they got a cornerback from Alabama, Kyrie Jackson. Another Alabama guy, Jordan Birch, came from South Carolina. He's a, a pass rusher. Got a safety, Tysheem Johnson from Ole Miss. So a lot of additions defensively through the transfer portal. That we'll see. You know, Oklahoma's dealing with the same thing with Desan McCullough and a few other guys. Transfer portal, you never know. Could be a big hit, could be a big swing and a miss. Uh, but I don't think there's any doubt that with Dan Lanning as their head coach, Oregon is going to be a much better defensive team. I think there's a lot of similarities here with Oklahoma. Oregon has gotten it done for many years by outscoring teams. But when they got to national championship games and college football playoffs, they didn't have enough defense to hold up. And now they've hired a defensive-minded coach to try to change that narrative. Sound familiar? Um, Schedule-wise, they got a shot. I mean, to play for the Pac-12 title. They opened with Portland State. That's a win. Week two, as we've previously talked about, at Texas Tech. Fascinating game there. If it was in Oregon, if it was in Eugene, I'd pick the Ducks. It's not. It's in Lubbock, and Texas Tech is uh, just brimming with confidence right now. That's going to be a tough game. That's going to be a tough one for Oregon to go in and win. Hawaii after that, Colorado after that, both those games in Eugene, then at Stanford. So they should win four of their first five. If they can get the win in Lubbock, they're 5-0 and and sitting pretty. Then they get into the heart of of the Pac-12 schedule. At Washington, tough. Washington State at home. At Utah, tough. Cal at home. USC at home in Eugene. And they close with a couple of games they should win at Arizona State, Oregon State. Four-game schedule for me. At Tech and Non-Con. At Washington. At Utah. USC at home. So three of their four toughest games are on the road. They're not going to win them all. They could go two and two there. This could be a ten and two regular season, but they're definitely one of the teams in contention to win the Pac-12. With Washington, with Utah, with USC, if Bo Nix can stay healthy, if some of those trans uh, transfer portal additions hit. If they are improved defensively, uh, Oregon's got a shot to play for a Pac-12 title. Oregon at number 14, Draker, your opinion, too high, too low, or just right? I think it's just right. I mean, whenever you look at this team, like you said, they're one of the four real contenders out in the Pac-12. Their schedule, I mean, they have to go to Utah, to Washington. Neither of those will be easy games. You get Tech in the early season. Um you get to host USC. I mean, like you said, if you're Oregon going into the season, honestly, you could split those games and it would be a very successful year for the Ducks. They would prefer go undefeated, obviously. But um, I think that a lot of it rests on what type of quarterback they get out of Bo Nix. So they get the guy that uh, played for Oregon last year that was one of the most efficient passers in all of college football. Or does he regress and does he look more like the guy that we saw at Auburn for so many years? Um, I think just right for Oregon, I think that they probably are 
the team that just misses the Pac-12 championship game. It looks to me, if I were to pick that game, I would probably say Washington and SC. Um, but I think that Oregon is, uh, they're close. You know, one of the interesting things that's developing here, and it's not just in our countdown, but it's everywhere. I didn't dawn on me until you started researching these teams is. <clears throat> mentioned this the other day. Almost every team we've had so far on the countdown, and we've had, what, 12 now, almost halfway through it, almost every team has an experienced, good quarterback coming back. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into the top 10 eventually, and I'm not going to give anything away, Drake, but the majority of the top 10 teams, the teams that most people believe are in the hunt for national championship this year, that is not the case. They are breaking in new guys. So one through ten, a whole bunch of teams with new quarterbacks this year. Ten through 25, a whole bunch of teams with veteran quarterbacks returning. Bo Nix today, Will Howard yesterday, Michael Penix at Washington, Quinn Ewers at Texas. Um, K.J. Jefferson at Arkansas, uh, Drake May at North Carolina, Spencer Rattler at South Carolina, uh, Tyler Shuck at Texas Tech, on and on and on. Jackson Dart even, if he went to the Ole Miss job. So, fascinating. We'll, we'll see whether, I mean, I, I think we all believe, like the Alabamas of the world, no matter who you put back there, they're probably going to contend for a national championship. But I mean, the fact is, most of the, Big dogs this year have new quarterbacks. So just interesting. All right. Oregon comes in at number 14 on the countdown. We hit the halfway point tomorrow. 